0: It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapato Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School
1: Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligieri, along with Tom Prince from WNY Athletics. Mr. Roger Weiss in studio, and we are joined by Nate Butel, head coach, and Triple C Girls Basketball, and our good buddy Marquel Slaughter in studio on this Buffalo Bills Saturday on WGR Sports Radio 550, talking girls basketball today. Good morning, guys.
2: Morning, morning Anthony. 20. How are you? You're uh, sounding better.
1: I'm getting better. It It's taking time. Uh, God, I've been sick for over a month now. And still have fluid behind my eardrums, so I'm still having difficult hearing, but uh, thankfully with my hearing aids, I can crank the volume and uh, be able to carry on conversation. I feel better. Uh, My breathing is a little bit better. I still get winded. Um, I guess that takes time. I notice you're
2: getting your uh, appetite back. I see you were finishing your breakfast when we walked in this morning. Oh,
1: I love when there's leftover pizza in the <laughs> bistro. And I'm going to be ordering pizza later on for the Bills game. Uh, yeah, my appetite is back, and that's dangerous this time of year uh, with uh, you know, the cookies and all the goodies that are around. And we have a uh, family uh, holiday party on uh, Christmas Eve. And I saw the menu, and oh, my I'll be grazing. Let's just put it that way. Hmm. But then I'll behave afterwards, if that's okay. I, oh, listen, like I
3: believe I, I'll you. help you with the behaving part, because you know I've been doing a much better job you behaving there. You did awesome, there. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> But, but uh, I think it's finally time for a cheat day coming towards Christmas for me, so I think I've earned it. <laughs> oh, you definitely have. You, I mean,
1: you did... Absolutely fantastic. I hope uh, I can match the, what is it, over 50?
3: 50? I, I, I I hit 50, yeah, 50 right on the nose. So. It, yeah, so that...
1: I lost 22. I need to get to that part. I needed 30 more to go.
3: Which day of the week is cheat day?
1: Well, well it'll be
3: Wednesday. <laughs> since Christmas is a Wednesday, it'll be Wednesday. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> well, that's not just... Uh... For the holidays, isn't there a cheat day every day of the 52 cheat days a year? <laughs> no, I'm
1: putting an end to that for me, but usually that was my... Oh, no, I
2: thought it used to be for you 104, two cheat days a week. I thought you were down to 52.
1: <laughs> I, don't get me laughing because I'm going to break out into a coffee fit. Now, are you guys all set for Christmas? Yeah.
2: As Santa Claus, if she's true to form, she'll be good to me.
1: All right. <laughs> that's why I, Well, I know the kids are excited. They're climbing the walls. They can't wait. I have pretty much everything wrapped up. Uh, a few wow. more. Wrapped uh, already?
3: Uh, sh- yeah. Oh, wow. So oh. You're, you're way ahead oh. of the game. Way ahead.
1: Oh. Hey, some people haven't even started shopping yet. Oh. They'll oh. be out like today in full force.
2: Oh, no. Today's only the 21st. It's mm-hmm. early. <laughs> some people so like to live dangerously. Shopping or three shopping days for Christmas. I mean, come on.
1: Well, I tell you, you know, the kids are on vacation. I'm on vacation. Monday's going to be one of those days where it's spent uh, watching Christmas movies all day and hot chocolate and... Just, uh, you know, really get into this Christmas spirit and uh, expect some relatives and friends to stop by during the weekend, as I said, family party on Wednesday night. and Do then... you
2: mean you're not going to watch one of the 40 bowl games?
1: Well, I started yesterday with I UB. Congratulations, right UB Bowls. That was awesome. Patterson is a, he's a beast. Holy cow. I'm happy
2: for UB. They got the monkey off their back. But you know what, watching that game, what a conclusion I came to. Uh, there are just too many bowl games yeah. out there, man. Uh, six I, I and won't six I, games, <laughs> I don't think there is too. Many. I love it. I love bowl games. That's yeah, but six and six and seven to five. Those bowl games are uh, actually honoring mediocrity,
1: in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, it was cool because uh, that Charlotte team had a couple of Buffalonians. Yeah, doctor
2: from uh, Timon. Uh, Ty- Tyler Ringwood. Dr. Tyler Dr. Ringwood's over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. but didn't he go to Timon? Didn't the doctors play at Timon? Grand Island.
1: Yeah, Grand Island. Tommy don't Doctor. I think but t- somebody Tyler
2: somebody Tyler Ring, in the doctor family that was at Tymon, maybe it was a relative of his I don't recall. The Tyler Ringwood kid went to Tymon. That's at Charlotte. Okay. The, the receiver, he on. maybe you're thinking of him.
1: Well, I know that they said that there was a couple, but Dr. was definitely mm-hmm. one of them. But congratulations, UB, first bowl win in program history. Now we have Buffalo Bills and the Patriots today. Uh, while I know people are fired up. My son's going bonkers. <laughs> he, uh, he wants the Bills to win so bad. And 1 o'clock is countdown to kickoff. And then we have 11 o'clock after us is game day. And, of course, 430, Bills-Patriots. Post-game, overtime, you're going to want to be on WGR uh, Sports Radio 550 all day today. Sabres game
2: is on WBN?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 1 o'clock. Yeah, we like to flip things around here at Intercom. Uh,
2: yeah. you know We know if have the, flexibility. I don't have to come here and be confused. I can stay home and be confused. <laughs> <at Intercom>. You're <laughs> always on.
1: confused, Roger. All right, okay, guys, let's, let's, get into than usual. let's get into news and notes. Tom, Kick it off to you. So
3: I got a chance to cover Iroquois versus Maryville this week. I'm going to tell you, this Iroquois team is for real. Um, It's going to be led. A lot of of you have heard the name Trey Kleitz. I love what he's taking on as his next step to make him even a better basketball player than he already is. He's been known as a three-point specialist. He's been known as somebody that can drop the threes on you at any time and he'll drop 30 on you like that. But, boy, he's added slashing to the basket. He's cutting to the hold now. He's doing some things that's going to make him even more of a dangerous player than he already is because if you now are going to come up on him to try to guard that three, and now you're going to have to give him space because he could drive by you, that's going to open up those threes even more. He is going to be unbelievable to watch. Sophomore three-year starter already.
1: Speaking of Iroquois, I got to watch uh, highlights of a wrestling match. Jake Purcell – uh, his mom Dawn, is, of course, has been on the program promoting. You know what's going on with their athletic thing. But I saw him uh, pin someone. I think it was 23 or 28 seconds. Nice. Oh my! <laughs> what a beast! So congratulations
3: to him and uh, and so and then also in that game, the guy who became the three-point specialist, Nick Parch. And also, a lot of you may recognize that game as a pitcher for Iroquois, a great baseball player. Yeah, He's committed Division I to go play for Siena. And this is a kid, three-point specialist. I think he ended up with 18 points in the game. He was unbelievable from three-point land. And it just shows how dangerous this team is. You add Bowen into this. You add Matla into the mix. And then he got two bigs. Phones in Franklin, 6-6 six, six, and 6-7. Six, wow. This is a team, watch out. You're going to see them at Buff State. They're that good. I'll tell you that right now.
2: Are you say going to Siena for basketball or no, for baseball? No, he's going to play baseball.
3: Yeah, he'll be playing baseball at the next level. And then here's an update, too. Boy, I'll tell you... Um, We heard early on for football in the season, we were talking about Akron and what they were capable of doing, if you remember. And unfortunately, Adam meets their quarterback, had gone down to injury in the Wilson game, if you remember that, right? So you knew how good this kid already was on the football field, right? From a quarterback perspective, we were talking about Akron has a chance to go to the stadium and do some great things because of Adam, right? Well, Adam now is on the basketball court, 17 points per game, 6 rebounds, 5 steals, 3 assists. He's doing it now on the basketball court (coughs) after this injury. He's back. Look out for Akron. They're off to a start. He also had, the other day, 22 in the first half against Alden last week. Adam, we're watching you. We know you're out there. Keep it up. And then I know we're going to talk about some of the things in the girls today, but some updates, at least on the boys.
2: And speaking of schools up north with play football players recovering,
1: way up north, uh,
2: was I was at Star Point uh, last night for Lakota versus Lakota uh, Marathon, whatever you want to call it. Good to see on the basketball court for uh, for uh, Star Point. Joe Carlson is back. He had broke his collarbone in that uh, last regular season game against Lockport. Uh, in my opinion, up until that point, he was as much a leading candidate for the Connolly Cup as anybody at the time. Good to see him out there. Uh, and what can we say? Lakata versus Lakata?
1: Yeah, Joey got the best.
2: Uh, you want to see how the years are going by? You know one of the assistants is to Gil Lakata?
1: Yeah, his daughter. Grace Licata. He told me that in the fall, and I was like, what? She's a substitute
2: teacher and an assistant coach Let's at Star go. Point, Markwell. I seen her in the photo. I was wondering if I she was on the staff. I remember her when she was a seventh grader playing JV at Will South. Where do the years go?
1: Gil is one of my favorite people on this planet. He is so awesome, uh, and uh, you know, I'm sure he didn't mind losing to Joey.
2: Well, you hate well okay. Bear it time, in mind but... now he didn't lose to Joey. He lost to uh, Joey's only an assistant. Yeah, I know, okay. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> Paula Licata bought two sweaters. She wore her uh, time and sweater for the JV game because Joey was the coach. And then between games, went on and put her star point sweater on because Gil was coaching that team. Uh, it was just good family atmosphere. The whole, I mean, just about everybody in the family was there, uh, including I call him my cousin Vinny. Uh, you know, his mom is the Shriner, Claire. I call her the Shriner because she teaches at Kensington, so she's teaching at the Shrine. See how I got that in there, Tony? You well, like I, was, that.
1: I, I was wondering how you were going to get it to Kensington. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was just
2: great to be there. Uh, and Gil told me, he says, you know, once uh, Carlson gets into full playing shape and they, they have a bunch of walking wounded, they only put nine guys out there. Uh, in the warm-up yesterday, and they have 14 on the roster. Was Marvin
1: Townsend uh, uh, suited for them? No, he was not. Uh, I bo- I don't think That's, he was anyway. It was going to take me a second. Carlson, Olsen, Dustin Wick, Cole Harrington, Ethan Wright, Dexter Brooks, Ryan Mullane, C.J. Bradley, Dylan. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name, and Alden Davis. <laughs> So, so, no, he wasn't, but I know uh, he's an up-and-coming up one. Gil was telling me about him. Well, our G&G Fitness Coach of the Week, if you would like to nominate a coach, just go to livefit.com. It's that easy. Nominate a coach. Tell us why that coach is deserving. And congratulations to Dave McCann from Ellicottville, boys basketball coach, on his 100th win. I think he's passed that, but uh, congratulations. Anytime you set a milestone, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool.
3: Oh. Yeah, no doubt about it, especially 100. That, any sort of longevity milestone like that just shows you're doing the right thing for a program. And in today's
1: day and age, longevity is becoming more and more difficult. No and there would be it.
2: interest from down south, too, since, you know, he's only got what? 400 more wins to catch Anastasia? So it's a start. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> uh, um. Retired coach uh, Anastasia from Olean. I just. Still, I still can't get that uh, through my process. Between that. him and. Uh, Uh, What's the Sherman's coach? uh, Mel Swanson. Mel Swanson, 611 wins when he retired. You know, you can win 15 games a year for 40 years, and you'll still be 11 short of Mel Swanson. That's That's outrageous. Yeah, it really is. That
1: is is outrageous. Are we ready to talk girls basketball? We were. Oh no, we got one more thing. Well,
3: we're gonna talk. I have a girls basketball one. I'm sure it's something we're gonna address later on. But no doubt, we got to talk about um, over at Hutch Tech. Cortina, uh, yeah, Cortina a uh, Smith, getting her thousandth point. But this is what I think is probably the most. You like this, Anthony? She did it on her birthday, no less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Not, I mean, it's hard enough to score a thousand points as it is, but to pull it off on your junior year junior on your seventeenth birthday. birthday, unbelievable. She deserves a Happy ton of credit X. and some congratulations. Accolades. That's and outstanding. We will
2: get into that when we get up to class A one, but uh. Hutch Tech's got a good chance of going to Buff State for the uh, A One uh, Finals. We'll get to that. I don't know what order you want us to do it, Anthony.
1: Why don't we start with my senior, Martin?
2: Okay, we're going to start uh, pretty high class. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Nate, do you know if there's an update from the, where their system for going down state from a year ago.
4: I believe yeah. it's the same setup as it was last year.
2: So yeah, so you're telling me that these uh, three teams that are going to vie for the championship, only one of them will be able to go down state. Or possibly two. Yeah. Uh, Three teams, Anthony. Sacred Heart. They have uh, probably a top five player uh, in Siobhan Ryan. But uh, other than that, they start two sophomores and two freshmen. And uh, Cardinal O'Hara, their three top players are all juniors. And the top player at uh, St. Mary's of Lancaster is only a sophomore. So those three teams are going to be going at it this year, next year, and probably the year after.
4: Yeah, O'Hara and Sacred Heart had a back-and-forth game the other day. Um, You know, you mentioned Siobhan. Siobhan's committed to Richmond. Uh, just putting up some video game numbers, tons of triple-doubles and um, crazy statistics. They're playing at a really frantic pace, I guess you would call it. Even with a smaller roster and a younger roster, they're playing really quick, up-tempo. Um, so they've done a lot of really nice things this year. Um, you mentioned O'Hara, Aaliyah Parker, um, the last of the the Parker girls, because <laughs> um, there's some boys coming yeah, up I- in Cheekawaga, <laughs> Markwell. Um, but Aaliyah is really coming into her own. Mia McCarthy, um, tremendous. Tremendous perimeter player there too, Amelia Strong. I was going to say the X uh, factor
2: on that team to me is Amelia. Yeah, Amelia, Strong.
4: Niagara Falls kid. You know, really has um, blossomed. I know she played really well the other night. I think she, she came was... off
2: the bench. Believe it or not, it was uh, forty-six or something. It was tight after three quarters. Yeah, and then uh, Sacred Heart took a lead. They were up by seven early in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden there was a twenty-one point turnaround because. Uh, O'Hara won by fourteen after being down seven uh, early in the fourth quarter. The,
4: the one thing with Sacred Heart is um, Siobhan's their biggest player, and she's really a guard. Um, you know, she's a six foot guard or five eleven guard, and um, beyond that, they don't have a lot of size. So, you know, that's where Amelia can kind of take over a bit uh, in that that matchup. And then St. Mary's, I mean, Shea Shasky is you know a wizard with the ball in her hands and um, can get her own bucket too. She's already got the Syracuse offer. Um, you know, she's...
2: As a sophomore.
4: Yeah, she, she's something special. And they have uh, a really nice supporting cast. Everybody kind of fits into their role really well on that team.
2: What are um, your players from last summer?
4: Yep, the Navoski sisters. Um, both play for them. Uh, Coach Adamano's daughter, um, you know, Ava Ecto. They, they've got a re- lot of really nice pieces that, that kind of gel as one.
2: We were saying before the break, it was kind of ironic. Uh, last night, uh, St. Mary's of Lancaster beat Lake Shore. And a year ago, that game might have been hyped as the game of the year this year. But since then, the Klein sisters left St. Mary's and are now at Holland. And the Cornfield sisters are now playing uh, at prep school. Was that in Connecticut, I believe? Or Massachusetts? Uh, yeah, Somewhere in, in New way. England. Yep. And so, again, that would have been hyped. Uh, Nolani Cornfield uh, was on our second team last year. Tashani was on our fourth team. Uh I think uh, Myla Klein, I think, was just nosed out probably because of the fact that St. Mary's was not allowed to go in the playoffs, and you know how we uh, emphasize players on teams that were successful. She probably should have been in our top 25, but she was a victim of numbers. That game would have been hype something really uh, game of the year, at least a finalist for the game of the year in my opinion. But, uh, hey – that's the way thing goes. Sophia Snyder, though, she was on our second team last year for uh, Lakeshore. She is the real deal. I don't know if she can carry the team as a, you know, one of three carrying the team, yes. There were a lot of people that were very impressed with her last year, not the least of which was the people on our uh, selection
3: committee. Listen, I got a chance to watch Sophia, and what I like about her game is not only was she hit three-point land from you and hitch the threes and go over the top, she'll bang with you down low, too. She'll go down and bang down low and be able to play both in and out, which is what makes her such a solid player.
2: If she has a fault, she's just not flashy. She's just solid, lunch bucket type of yes. player, does what she has to do, a no-nonsense player, still a pleasure to watch.
3: So listen, if Brian was here you know from Wilson, he'd tell you, you know what I mean, he got a chance to watch her in, in, that, in the showcase day and uh she did exactly that. I mean, she was one of the best players on the floor, there's no doubt about it. And if you haven't seen Shay, you talked about that from St. Mary's, get out and see this woman. And this girl, she is just unbelievable. She she will put up points on the board and put it up quick.
2: And I know I know Sacred Heart's been good, but whenever you got a coach like Coach Owens, who I've personally seen turn around a program uh completely, uh you have a chance to to go really really fire every year. Well, let's face it, uh Cleve Hill has not been the same since she <laughs> That's left. That's a fact. And then uh, Kristen uh, Wagren between them two leaving there, that uh, program just has not been the same.
4: Yeah, I mean, speaking of coaches, I mean, we 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 all love John Gloss at Mount Mercy. Oh. He always gets the most out of his kids. Uh, you got Mount Saint Mary with another coach that uh, you enjoy, Raj, um, and then uh, Fran Healy. Yep, um, you got. Narden and... Um, Fran
2: Healy's got his hands full this year. He lost quite a bit, uh, not the least of which, obviously, is Lois Garlow. Yeah. But uh, that uh, Fran Healy will have them ready. It's a team you probably would not want to play in the first round come playoff time. Give him 20 games with his girls and they will be ready for the playoffs.
4: Um, then you got Singo at CCA. She uh, she just set a milestone. I don't know if she went over a thousand or um, she she just set a mark. I, I don't want to say her last name because I don't know if I can get that one right. But um, <laughs> you know I know she's doing some things with the small schools down there, and they do have that separate small school bracket um, at the end of the season, usually with Park and CCA and some of those schools. So
2: will it still be three divisions then next year?
4: As far as I know. Or this
1: year, I should say, next spring.
4: Get Pete Schneider on the line. I don't know. He would know better than me.
1: Mm. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, get back into sizing up what's going on in girls' basketball throughout Western New York. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550.
0: Or do something a little more
3: epic
0: and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome
1: back. You're listening Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Calagari, along with Tom Prince from WNY Athletics. Roger Weiss is here. Nate you tell. Head basketball coach at NCCC Girls and Marquel Slaughter, our good buddy, is in on break. Derek Kramer is producing. We're talking girls basketball today.
3: And you had a nice story, too, that uh, we saw on Facebook uh, not too long ago, Tom. So um, we're going to get into Holland here shortly is what we're going to talk about. And and you're going to hear the Klein family, which is just unbelievable on the court. We're, we, we're going to talk about... You know Maya, who's done unbelievable already early on in the season, putting up amazing numbers. Are
2: leading score in Western New York right yeah. now.
3: I mean, she had forty nine in one game. I mean, she has just been she's the real deal that's out there. But her younger sister, Kaylin, is somebody we've talked about on this show because when uh, my South Towns baseball league, we've done some. Some various things to help promote people in Western New York, and and Kaylin was somebody that we looked out for because she actually had a genetic heart. Uh, Wait, I'm on the show. She, yeah, and she is. She, this this girl is an amazing. You guys don't understand how great this girl is. In the face of adversity, she will smile. She will do everything it is to make sure she fights through this adversity. Well, and this game that 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 Maya had this big game. Kaylin got a chance to play in the game a little bit, too. I want to say she scored, I think, 19 in the game is what she scored in that game, too. They're allowing her to play a little bit of sports. She goes from that game pretty much right over to Cleveland Clinic is where she did to get to get another update. And she actually is getting more of a positive update right now. That's so where awesome. Where her heart is reshaping itself, and she's actually getting an opportunity, hopefully, to to see even more positive things happen i would love to see this young this young woman get on the court and be able to do even more her athletic ability is one of the best around and for her to finally get a chance to showcase it on its full capacity would be incredible to see and you know, Kaylin, just know that we're all listening and we're all watching and we're all glad to hear that you're getting a positive Sending update. Sending
1: our thoughts and prayers.
2: Shame on me for not checking into this now, okay? You said that she's Myla's younger sister. She's the oldest of two younger sisters and the, what is it, 8th grader or ninth grader? Eighth. Are you sure it isn't the ninth grader that scored the 19? I know Kayla scored points, but yeah. 19 sounds like a stretch.
3: No, younger sister, Kaylin with 19 points.
2: Wow, okay. So yeah. And uh, the youngest of the three Kira. is the point guard, Kira. Yeah, the point I didn't get an on update
3: on how yeah. she did. Mila had the 49 with 10 threes and shot 50% from the floor, <laughs> And then younger sister Kaylin with nineteen points. So I apologize, I don't have the third update. Yeah.
4: Kaylin's getting a lot of time. Yeah. She's she's uh, she's one line. of their most important players. And uh, when you said about her smiling, that's all she does out on the floor. Oh it's, it's my god, god. <laughs> good, bad, or ugly, it's, it's, she's it's always a, just,
2: You just melt when you see yeah. her smiling. Well, you saw her in studio, yeah, right. Anthony. Yeah,
4: but, and, um, and and what we're talking about Holland too. I mean. Claire Pike, it's really good. She's she's really good as well. She's their uh sophomore post player. Yeah, played um, for she,
2: Nate on uh yeah, she BCA on her, BCA, last while, year.
4: Unfortunately she couldn't get on the court. She sprained her she ankle an in a alley, summer but, uh, league game, but she uh she she's good. That that class C is loaded. I know we're we're gonna get there soon, but man, they Holland's one of the, the top dogs in the C. Well, especially in, in class C. C
2: too. Most of the uh we got Maple they their uh, repeat uh Far West regional champions a year ago. They went down to the state. Uh, Frewsburg. How about Frewsburg? Mm-hmm. Frewsburg came out of that uh, Franklinville tournament, Markel. Mm-hmm. They actually knocked off Southwestern in the semi and then knocked off Holland in the final.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How- I'm sorry, Eden in the Eden. final. Yeah. I got Holland out of my mind. Uh, excuse me. Uh, we skipped over Class D. Uh, it wasn't by uh, choice and all that. Class D is pretty much uh, Panama, Panama, and Panama. So, if so what you're somebody, saying is Panama. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say Panama. Mm-hmm. Anthony, in the last five years, they were eliminated from the state championship, whether it would be the region or downstate, by the, in four of the five years by the eventual state champions. With uh, Angeletti, Coach Angeletti's daughter, and uh, Kylie Shinars, there's a one two combination. I'm hoping, I'm probably hoping, but I think this might be their year.
4: I'm with you, Raj. Uh, Natalie signed with Damon. Um, you know, Kylie's arguably maybe the best three sport athlete in Western New York. Um, you She's know, down
2: to what, Brockport, and what else are her choices?
4: I don't know that. I'm, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I'm gonna well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, but she, she is one of the best athletes in Western <laughs> oh. New York, and uh, I think that uh, you know with that kind of size, especially at Class D. I mean, those are two you know five foot ten plus superior athletes um, that they have as good a chance as anybody to win a state title.
2: Okay, getting back to Class C, like I say, we'll go try to break it down. Uh, Class uh, C two, Holland I believe is in Class two, depending on the breakdown. Uh, again, Holland. <laughs> Frewsburg, Maple Grove, Franklin, uh, Franklinville, oh, uh, and Franklinville. Yeah, Franklinville. Right now, things are slow. Danielle Haskell has been injured. By the end of the year, I would not want to play against Franklinville. Yeah, smudge, defending
4: smudge. Class D state champions. Smudge will be back. Um, you know, her and Abby McCoy. It's you know going to be the the three point shootout with the two of them. Um, you know, so and of course Maple Grove is a little different team. I mean, they've got more of an inside presence. Bree Hill is tough. Um, for them, fruisberg They're got, not
2: flashy, but they are solid. They are. They glass. are very,
4: very uh, disciplined. has um, got a, a kid named Michaela Jones. She actually tried out for the BCNY at our Jamestown tryout. Um, she's a Coach Ricker kid, and um, she, she's sneaky good, too. I, she's part of the reason why they're off to a nice start. Um, and then we talked about Holland with, you know, they've got a really good inside-out game as well, and, and they can really shoot the ball, too.
2: Is Danny on track for... Breaking of all-in-wide W and Y record all time. She should. It might be those games that she lost. It could be. It, I think now it would depend on how far they go in the playoffs. Ah, okay, okay. okay. because again they're in a tough class. Mm-hmm. So if they can get through the uh, to the Far West Regionals, I would bet on it. Otherwise, I would not commit one way or the other. Uh, class C one, Nate. Uh, I believe it would be uh, Chautauqua Lake versus. Uh, uh Portville yeah uh. the white the wealthy Connection down at Carly uh, Welty, yeah, and two sisters and the head coach. It's yeah. a family affair down there.
4: Car- Carly's another one of those good multi-sport athletes. Uh, good Soccer, IQ, softball. Yeah, yeah, tough as nails. Even though she's maybe a little undersized, she she plays bigger than she is. She's got great vision. Um, she makes that team go.
2: That's um, the one girl on our top twenty-five team from a year ago. I did not see in person. The Lindners did, and they tell me she is the real
4: deal. Yeah, and, and Chautauqua Lake's got a couple of sophomores, uh, Jacobson and Woodis, that are that are Jamestown Elite AAU kids. Uh, I saw them play Dunkirk the other night, um, and they can fill it up a little bit. You know, they they play uh, an up and down helter skelter type style, and and they did a nice job. So they're they're going to be somebody to contend with there in C one. B
2: two, Nate, what do you think? B is kind of a that's a the whole classification is an anomaly. Eden, obviously, would come to mind. Joe Doherty has them playing real well.
4: Uh, Yeah, you love Jess Zittle and Brooke Woodard and, um, you know, what they got going in the backcourt.
2: Wilson, unfortunately, for our friend Brian, after uh, Skyler Munihausen, there's just, uh, it's a definite drop-off.
4: Yeah, Brian gets those kids to play so hard and buy into to his team first system, and they're they're going to be competitive with whoever they play, just because you know he's going to outwork people and out scout people and have his group prepared. Uh, Allegheny Limestone's in that mix, I believe, right? They're in uh, they're in B two, I think. Okay, uh, um, you've got Alfred the younger Southwestern. Yep, the younger Davis girl at uh, Allegheny Limestone, Tierney Hempill, um, Southwestern, uh, Coach Turnbull. Uh, turned his schedule up a little bit. They had that preseason uh, showcase at their place where they played some of the better teams in Western New York, so he's preparing his group um, for a sectional run.
2: And they played, well, like I say, they got beat by Fruisberg in the Franklinville tournament, so that's just a testament to Fruisberg yep. getting Ol- back to Olmsted's them. Olmstead's
4: a team last year that made some waves, and, um, you know, they got a lot of new pieces, but Gabby McDuffie's still there, one Gabby of our McDuffie, favorites.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, well, she's... She's a student at the Shrine, so you know what kind of favorite <laughs> she is with me. Uh,
4: <laughs> Who else shrine. you got, Raj?
2: B2, I think we've just about gotten everybody. Going up to B1, Iroquois, the aforementioned Iroquois. Uh, Tom alluded to the boys.
4: I- Iroquois looks really good, Roger. They've they've had some some really nice wins early in the season. Some non-league wins. They've challenged themselves. Logan Streety looks like she's taking her game to another level. Emily um, McLaughlin. Yep. Um, you know that's that's been yeah, a really hard-nosed. Yeah, family. Aaron's
2: the one that graduated. Right? I know, right? Emily. Um, yeah. yeah. They- a- Aaron's down at Saint Bonaventure, not playing basketball down there, but she is in an elite academic program, very restrictive. So. She may be playing intramural. She's not playing basketball at Bonaventure.
4: Yeah, I liked their team a lot. City honors. City
2: honors. I was really impressed. I mean, we talked about the Lakeshore team. You know what they did? The what City Honors did the lakeshore at the uh,
3: oh they a big game. underneath that she was just Kyra, un- uh, Kyra Wood Kyra
4: Wood's, yep. uh, you know again one of the better athletes in Western New York great length great and athleticism. What about the ninth
2: grader? Uh, she grew. She's not a ninth grader. She looks like a twelfth. Ava
4: Perks is it? Ava Perks. Yep. She's yeah. uh she's been big on the AAU circuit the last few years and really developed her game. Um, yeah, they got they- a
2: transfer in too from Virginia, I believe. Uh, Veal is her last name. Uh,
4: that's what our good friend Tim Lidner was telling me about the other day. That you know they've got three really solid players. Yeah. Um, I got a
3: chance to call that game, and so I got a chance to see them up close and personal, and actually interview uh, interview she her Kyra. at the end of the game. Yes. And she she is very composed. She is she's the real deal. She is going to be a tough guard for anybody underneath. Right. Yeah, did, our did,
2: friend Ken Ricker. Uh, if you haven't heard from him lately. I'm surprised, but uh, Dunkirk. Uh, with the last, finally, the last of the Nance clan.
4: Yeah, actually, I was down there the other night with Tim Lidner. We watched them play Chautauqua Lake. They have five senior starters, um, so they're they're making kind of you know one big run here. Um, you know, with with Kenny leading them, and you know how they're going to play. They're going to shoot a lot of threes. They're going to play up and down. They're going to try to pressure you the entire way, um, and that's going to keep them in a bunch of ball games. Even if they get down early, they can come back on teams, and that's tough to prepare for. You got East Aurora, who's you know, been maybe a little up and down this year, but losing Sarah Tully will do that to you. Um, but they're <laughs> you still <think? laughs> they're still going to play really hard. Gary Schuchman's a good coach. Um, they're going to be disciplined. Uh, I like Springville too. Um, Springville's a nice team Bob Gainey did a great job with them um, They play super hard um, you know they've got the young Owens girl, Kelly Owens' uh, daughter, Mackenzie. Um, she's one of the well, best. I think
2: she's only an eighth grader. Now. I
4: was just going to say she's one of the best middle schoolers in all the state. Um, she can really handle the ball. Um, she's strong. She's got a good vision, good good uh, IQ for the game. depew has got some really good young players too. Oh, uh, uh, Yep, Krista. K- Kaylee Kristoff's very good. They she's have. She's
2: what a ninth grader now, all the way up to ninth grade. She's
4: ninth grade, and then they have an eighth grader too, Mia Valeria, I believe it is. The two. Of them are, are are very good and if they can stick together there at the pew they're they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in future years
3: hey guys that east aurora team is is a is a solid team what they are is they're deep Their their top five can play all of them are very good players especially led by Haley potenza that that point guard that's out there she is uh she is a very scrappy point guard and has no problem going inside and out, but she sees the floor real well, and especially as a distributor, she sees that ball real well.
2: Chutram is will get the best out of her. The biggest thing is, to this day, I don't think Sarah Tully, in the three years that she played varsity, ever got her just due out of there. She was... Of course, for two years, she was in the shadows of Emma Brinker, and last year she really came out. And, uh, and from what I understand now, she's at Cortland, and she's having a pretty good old time down at Cortland.
4: Yeah, she was the SUNYAC Athlete of the Week last week as a freshman. Um, Cortland's having a great year. Um, Want to move forward then, Raj to A? Well, yeah, go ahead. You can get one in before the break. Okay. So uh, let's, let's do A1 a- a- first because A2,
2: we will not get in during the break. A2, is a lot to talk about.
4: We talked Hutch Tech earlier, Courtney A. Smith, she's uh, she's a scorer for them that helps them out. Um, you know, Ken West plays really hard. Ashley Tucker's a good athlete for them. West Seneca West plays a tough schedule all year. I think that could help them come playoff time.
2: And of course Hamburg, you know, I'll let Nate talk about Hamburg because I don't want to be accused of being a homer. So go <laughs> ahead.
4: They've got the 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 good young. Eighth or ninth grader. I can't remember if she's in ninth grade now. Um, You know, she's she's a good inside presence. Amy does a nice job with them. Um, You know, same thing. I think they're going to be tested come playoff time.
1: All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll finish up whatever we have left. You guys are doing an awesome job sizing up all the schools. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Don't forget, game day at 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock downtown to countdown to kickoff, 4.30, Bills and Patriots, postgame at 7.30, 9.30, overtime, Don't change that dial. Keep it locked on WGR Sports Radio 550 all day for your Buffalo Bills coverage. We'll be back after this. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. 11 o'clock game day. Keep it locked right here all day for your Buffalo Bills information and, of course, the game. All right, guys, get right back to it.
4: Where do we leave off? We're A-2, right, Rog?
1: Absolutely. And this will
2: be a war. The semifinals uh, will probably be at Ken West eventually sometime in uh, late February. And uh, the place ought to be packed for those uh, semifinals. Probably, depending on how the brackets uh, work out, because naturally, you know, in a perfect world, you'd have the four best teams. Two of them would be in the what one four five eight 8 bracket, the other two in the 2 three, six, seven bracket. The way the power points and the seedings work out doesn't always work out that way. But uh, in my opinion, the top four uh, teams, obviously Will South led by uh, UConn commit, verbal commit, uh, Mari DeBerry, only a junior, but she's already verbally agreed to go play with Gino Oriyama at UConn. How
4: does that make you feel, Roger?
2: you know me i like uh the Yukon. you love Gino. <laughs> oh yeah Gino's my main man uh lake shore we alluded to earlier uh without the cornfield twins but still a very reputable team i gotta believe they would be there uh how about amherst could amherst be the best out of all of them they're certainly a finalist uh Ella Wanzer and Emma Klein talk about
4: a one-two punch. Ella recently committed to Binghamton, um, you know, well deserved for her. She's, you know, big, strong kid, multi-dimensional scorer. Um, you know, Will South, like you mentioned, Raj. I mean, you got the Dolan sisters. Hannah is a senior now, believe it or not. Um, Gretchen, um, she's tough. Um, Gretchen
2: only a sophomore, I believe, or is she a ninth grader?
4: Oh man. You put me on the spot. Yeah, she's. Uh, uh,
2: we'll call her grade eight and a half, uh, yeah. nine and a half, <laughs> uh, 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 and uh, perhaps the one uh, sleeper in that division because uh, they're not going to. It looks like they won't win the uh, NFL now unless a uh, few upsets occur. But uh, Grand Island, who arguably may have outside of certainly outside of Amari DeBerry, one of the best players in Western New York, Lydia Sweeney. What a pleasure to watch. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I know I'm preaching to the choir when talking to you, Nate, because you had her at Binghamton last year, and you just – couldn't say enough good things about her.
4: Yeah, Lydia's great. I've, I've actually had the pleasure of coaching both her siblings, too. I still have her sister on my softball team at NCCC. Um, yeah, Lydia's great. Um, you know, Grand Island, though, they did get tripped up by Leuport. So I want to give Luport a little bit of due in the Niagara Frontier League. Um, they've got a bunch of multi-sport kids that are really just buying into that team concept and playing hard. Uh, Claire Skoronski, you know, she's doing a lot of scoring. Maggie Wechter, she, she's a multi-sport kid, too. Um, they actually might be the favorite in the Niagara Frontier League right now, so I think they got to be in that mix as well.
2: Are they in the same half as Lockport, or would they play Lockport? And uh, the way they set up those two teams, yeah. which is they cut the division in half. It's there's no rhyme or reason to how they divide those uh, nine teams. Yeah, I think
4: they only get them once yes. during the season. So, uh, hey, hey but guys, uh,
3: if I'm going to build the team around a point guard. Lydia Sweeney, I'm building a team Bingo. around. Bingo. I mean, this no doubt woman about is it. a floor general, is unbelievable. Now, the thing I'm going to talk about with Grand Island is that I think they're going to grow is that big underneath is only an eighth grader, if I'm correct. Yeah, Wilkes. Right. right. She is yeah. going to grow and get better and better as the season goes on. And as Lydia sees her and be able to, they, they start getting you know, getting a little chemistry chemistry with each other. Watch out. They could get better as the season gets along. And I'm
2: sure they will because, uh, you know, Lydia, who can score at will, but she is very unselfish. She is willing to, oh, yeah. if his teammates got a better shot than she will, she will give her the ball. It's not like some of them that yeah, uh, I saw first. her
3: fitting that ball into spots that she had no business passing. Those, in. Bou-
2: <laughs> those bounce passes a quarter length of the court. Are you kidding yeah, me? Uh, I mean she
3: she's got a full vision of the court, and
2: the others don't even have to break stride she can uh
3: yeah
4: Lydia's signed with Cedarville Division two one of the better division two programs in the country um, she's gonna be a great fit there um yeah they, those, those two big kids that they've got they're gonna come along Grace Carey's a nice uh nice player for them as well uh, and uh,
2: of course I'm a fan of coach Wegren
4: as well I am too I am too I coach her brother as well uh now we got the largest one Raj. right double a double That's what a we got left
2: uh yeah Unfortunately, I thought it would be a walk for uh, Frontier going into the season. However, Claire Krushka uh, returning, you know, what, second team All-Western New York, second or third team, whatever she was, uh, tore her ACL in summer ball. And uh, if she is able to play, it'll be very late in the season. And the uh, problem with Claire is she uh, she cannot... Play tentative. She only knows one way to play, and you cannot play like that until you're fully recovered from a torn ACL.
1: How about uh, that Niagara Falls squad, John D'Onofrio in today's Gazette, uh, praising the play of uh,
4: Dinah Harris? Dinah Harris, Paul Harris' cousin. Um, Dinah, Dinah can score. Um, you know, Niagara Falls has improved the last few years. Coach Barry does a nice job. He tries really hard with that group. He brings them to the summer things. He'll drive them places. It's kind of like Earl Schonk back in the day when he was at Grover. So they they, they do work really hard. Uh, I think Will North is probably the team to beat. Um, and Coach Shaw is one of the primary reasons why he's been around this game for a long, long time Forever, in West, New York. <laughs> Um, but they they Jada G is a nice young guard for them, quick and athletic. They've got a couple shooters on the wings, Courtney Hurland inside inside's a four or five year varsity kid. Um, you know I like their team. Lockport's got some players, um, Jasmine Locker. White and Camry
3: and, King. I love that she's King. got she's got to work on her foul problems, but I love the game that she's got underneath.
4: Yeah, Camry transferred in from
3: Medina this
4: year, so Coach Catalano's got some some new toys to work with there. Um, you know, Orchard Park's got Maddie Stevenson and some other pieces um, where they could be, you know, Darren a factor.
2: Fett's daughter, an eighth grader, is already playing real well. Looks very good. I think it's safe to say if there is a classification in Western New York that has parity, it's double A. Anybody comes out of that division, I don't think it would be a surprise at all. I agree. Is that it. Well, wow, you guys are other good. Than, other than a few players, is there some of the uh, players, uh, top players that we haven't mentioned for one reason or the other? Uh, so many underclassmen out there. Uh,
1: is this the year of the underclassmen?
2: Well, you know what it is? Last year we only had, five, I think, uh, six seniors on our top 26 Ooh. players. <laughs> so most of them were back. We lost to six players. Uh, two transferred and two transfer uh, and Claire Krushka hurt. Uh, so that's nine of our top twenty-five. That still leaves sixteen of them, and uh, quite a few of them are sophomore and freshmen.
3: Well, we were talking—if you remember—last year we talked about we couldn't believe the amount of seventh and eighth graders that were yeah. making an impact at this level. So obviously, they're still here to make that impact because they're eighth, ninth, tenth graders now. So there's no doubt that the that this young woman's class that we're talking about. Is younger and but getting older, and we're going to keep hearing about that. Well, as sure. We go I mean, so one
1: ahead. thing about girls basketball, it seems you know, and, and I think we even seen it in softball too, where it, there's names that it seems like we've talked about forever, and we've we'll still keep got more years to talk about. because they start at such them. a young age.
2: Look at uh, just take the ones that are only juniors this year you got Emma Klein and Ella Wanzer at Amherst. i um, obviously Amari DeBerry. There are a few others out there that are Sophia Gennario out at. Uh, uh, Southwestern. Uh, Southwestern. Uh, a lot of them are just juniors, Anthony. The entire O'Hara. Uh, the contingent. top three <laughs> at O'Hara. Shea Chesky, only a sophomore at St. Mary's. The list goes on and on and on. And we're going to probably be talking about these girls next year because they'll all be back. Assuming, Assuming they don't go to prep school. I do want to shout out Ella Wands and her family. Uh, amazing family. I know they've been through a lot. And to see all the the daughters, Claire and Ella, doing what they're doing, uh, Claire at a. Uh, Claire's at Niagara, but um, I hear she's got uh, health issues uh, injury issues, too, so give her a shout as well.
1: All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. And I would like to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas on behalf of all of us at Inside High School Sports. Thank you so much for being with us each and every Saturday morning. We really appreciate it. Uh, We hope that you enjoy the holidays. And uh, remember, uh, it's all about family and, and loved ones.